The Comedy Zone Podcast is a member of the Queen City Podcast Network. Listen to your city at queencitypodcastnetwork.com. Hello to all the Comedy Zone podcast listeners. Uh, Before we get to this episode, we want to take a moment to address the June 24th Supreme Court decision to overturn Roe v. Wade. This decision stripped away the legal right to have a safe and legal abortion. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans. This decision could also lead to the loss of other rights. To learn more about what you can do to help, go to podvoices.help. Uh, We encourage you to speak up, take care, and spread the word. From Charlotte, North Carolina, this is the Comedy Zone Podcast. Find us on Twitter at the CZ Podcast. Email us at ComedyZonePodcast at gmail.com. Now, your host, Jason Allen King. Welcome to the Comedy Zone podcast for the week of July 14th. I was uh, made sure to not scream into the microphone uh, <laughs> as we test our <laughs> levels and I just start belting into it. I'm your host, Jason Allen King. Thank you for dropping in. Uh, we have another great show for you this week. No BS. I feel like a million bucks today. The only thing that can make that better is chatting with the man behind the curtain on the ones and twos, your favorite producer, Brian Baltashevitz. It's great to see you, buddy. Jason, it's good to be seen. And, you know, I'm actually pretty excited, too, because one of my favorite people on the planet is on the show today. Oh, man. Isn't it great? Yeah, it's very, very cool. <laughs> is that me? It's great. I love, I love when worlds yeah. collide. Yeah, this is awesome. Yeah. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna dive right in. Let's let's not waste any time, right? Joining us today, uh, like Brian said, and like Brian is a gem right here in Charlotte. He's like the heart of the ocean, but we have him here in Charlotte. He wears many hats as an entertainer, comedian, improviser, and is a key component of the Blumenthal Performing Arts Center as a special projects and events manager. He's gonna talk a little bit about that. He's developing and producing comedy shows like Nerdy Night Out and so many others. He's a researcher, he's booking and managing major productions at Blumenthal. And I think most importantly to me anyway, he's a champion of local talent, which makes him a saint. He is also the creator and star of the Gruff and Loud show uh, about two Gen Xers sharing stuff they found on the Internet during a pandemic. And you can find that on YouTube. And it's great on TikTok as well. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Joe Hunsaker. Hi, guys. Thank you. (laughs) What's up, awesome. Wow. I don't think I've ever gotten that great of an intro. I I feel awesome now. Uh, Uh, I I didn't lie once. So yeah, thanks. It's all you, buddy. Yeah. Good to see thanks, you, man. Bud. Yeah, great to see you guys. Thanks for having me on here. This is great. And I can't wait to talk about the comedy festival, the Queen City Comedy Experience. That yeah. That is, um, uh, that's definitely one of the reasons why we had you on. But also, we just love you and we know you do great things here in town. Before we get to the Queen City co- uh, uh, Experience, Comedy yeah. Experience, tell us a quick about uh, Gruff and Loud because I want people to see it because I th- we were just kind of talking about it, you know, before the recording started. It's so, so much fun. Yeah, so really, like I was telling you before we were recording, it's just kind of a, 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 I guess, a vanity project for me that I just started doing during the pandemic. Uh, Basically, my best friend uh, from grade school growing up and forever, kind of like a brother from another mother. um, (laughs) He lived with me for a while uh, growing up uh, when his family kind of left him high and dry. So he lived with me as a kid. He lived with me in college and we went to grade school everything together uh gruff we call them gruff and loud or were kind of nicknames uh and we were just two goofballs we're kind of the same ilk gen x 
uh, media consumers. So we loved yeah. GI Joe, He-Man, all that kind of stuff growing up. And we're just really into pop culture. We were basically raised by television and movies. Um, so during the pandemic, we both found ourselves with a lot of free time and nothing to do. And so I felt like we needed to connect more. He lives in Ohio and I'm here in Charlotte. And so we just started having two, three hour zoom calls. He likes to smoke the wacky stuff. I like to drink craft beers. And so we just do that and just BS about pop culture. And then we started doing, you know, really just trying to test out new, new podcasts, new ideas, research things or whatever, because uh, my wife and I have a podcast called American timelines where she'll only do so many things. Like once I get into celebrity birthdays, like the (laughs) cast of happy days, birthdays, she doesn't want to talk about it, but gruff will talk about that stuff with me. So uh, so we just meandering conversation. And then I decided I wanted to teach myself Adobe Premiere um, ah, okay. with video editing. So yeah. I had vi- Adobe Premiere, had no idea how to use it. So I took the video uh, recordings from our Zoom calls and just tried to make funny little uh, short attention span videos. But knowing that nobody pays attention to anything longer than 10 minutes, I refused to put any episodes out longer than 10 minutes. Originally, it was going to be like a two and a half podcast then i realized nobody's gonna listen to that and nobody's gonna listen to any of this as soon as i start getting bored i put an edit i put a cut to some random bullshit so if you watch on youtube it's pretty random it's ridiculous it's not meant to be anything other than just fun and i have so much fun editing it that i'm just cracking myself up the last few episodes we put out we're doing a he-man watch along um, oh, we're man. watching the old he-man episodes so, uh, kinda, um, you, gotta, you, you have to watch this it's so much fun man yeah, so and some people don't like some people are like uh, get past the He-Man stuff. I'm actually that's only a couple episodes, so it's not all that. But it's just <laughs> random weird things. We mentioned weird people from high school, not weird necessarily, but just random friends yeah. from high school and poster pictures, and then uh, talk about them having intercourse or whatever. You know, just <laughs> random whatever stupid things we decided to do during the well, pandemic. We were so. saying that this is Gen Xers are a big part of the population. I'm a Gen Xer as well, so all the stuff that you're talking about to me is hitting right in my wheelhouse i mean you're just talking about he-man and, and uh you talk about stanley tucci a lot which i found to be hysterical <laughs> how much the tucci is, is brought up is really funny to me oh that's just it we fell down these rabbit holes and that was kind of my <laughs> thing i wanted to make a podcast called like the rabbit hole where you just two people and we just we start the same place and just see how far down a rabbit hole you get you share what you learned i share what i learned yeah. just like a certain amount of clicks so we did that with a gi joe character we picked a random gi joe character go to his wikipedia page and see where <laughs> you go i ended up at stanley tucci and he ended up at um, penchak Silat, some kind of formal martial arts in france you wow. know like and so we just like and but we we're teaching each other this stuff and maybe it was the beer and the weed but we really thought each other were profound and and that's all <laughs> it was know. but also you are if i can if i can say it's both of those things yeah it's everything so anyway that's just a fun goofy thing and i just think and the the real big thing behind my motivation to put that out was that gruff my friend gruff on the show gruff and loud show he is a character that everybody yeah. that meets him loves him he right. he walks around he the only shirts he owns are those a shirts those John McClain <laughs> shirts from, and he wears a kilt all the time and he doesn't wear anything under it. And he's, oh he's covered in tattoos and he just yeah. loves weed and he just walks around and he's just, he listens to classical music all day and then NPR oh and just walks around town. Uh, and so everybody loves him. And my thing is like more people need to know this guy. He's just yeah. in some small town in Ohio. Everybody that meets him, loves him. 
and he just needs to be out in the world. So yeah. that's my goal is to like get him out to the world. You're a hype man. You're a hype <laughs> yeah. man. And that's awesome. That's kind of your, that's you in, in a nutshell, right? You're a hype man. You're, you're, yeah. you're pushing and creating shows for, for, for local comedians here and, and, and even professors at UNCC. And, <laughs> Andrew uh, Goff. Yes. Andrew Goff. Yeah. That's yeah. great for Nerdy Night Out, which, uh, you know, we'll see if another one's coming up here pretty soon, right? Yeah. For the comedy, that'll be in the comedy festival. And that's the thing. I really think I've figured out that that's sort of my, what I'm best at probably is hyping people. I, I love people, I love mm-hmm. comedy. Yeah. And so I naturally just love comedians. And um, I get so proud of our local comedy scene that there's so many comedians here and improv talent that, yeah, uh, and podcasts. I'm in all kinds of towns that I want people to know about, and it kind of drives me nuts when people don't know that there's yeah. a comedy scene here. So there's so many people. Like, I mean, just people that'll be at this festival. James R. Hustle is <laughs> yeah. kind of coming around. Tara Brown, oh, you know, uh, D- uh, Blair Nice and Don Garrett. Like all the ones that some people know and some people don't know. But it just drives me nuts that there's not enough people that know these guys. Yeah, and I think it's it's lost on people a lot of times if you're not in this in in, in whatever the game is that you need sort of the, the world to know who you are. You need that audience. Mm-hmm. It's like Charlotte, support these people because if you want if you want you know local local guy or woman to do well, it's like you got to support them, follow them on Facebook and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. That's the stuff that gets you out there now. That that's the support that we need. So yeah, find some people, follow them, and come to this yeah, festival. Yeah, Queen City Comedy Experience is uh, July 31st through August 18th over three weekends. Actually, um, goes through August 27th now. We extended it. Oh, did you? Oh, excellent. Yeah. Okay. So, wow. And if you look at our website, you can go to uh, BlumenthalArts.org comedy, and I'll take you right to the Comedy Festival okay. uh, page. And it's really expanded. Like there's, and we've we've really branched out. We lost Spirit Square, unfortunately, where a lot of the stuff was before. Yeah. But that said, we we've kind is of Spirit, opened is Spirit it up. Square gone for good. It's just going to be a different thing now. Yeah, Can Spirit Square is gone forever as it was. So it was like okay. a cool building that had all kinds of you know art rooms. It was and galleries. kind of amazing, actually. Yeah, if you'd never yeah. been, it was really this great, great uh, diverse space here in, here in town. So. Yes, and so we had the theaters inside there. The McGlowan Theater was a seven hundred seater and stage or uh, Duke Energy, which was the two hundred seater, and those are coming back to theaters themselves. But it won't be. Cool inside spirit square as we knew it, it where it was like a big meeting cool space that yeah. they're tearing down apparently but so that has opened up the idea this year's kind of an experimental year for the festival trying to figure mm-hmm. out what works and where we can do this and weird al happened to be coming in august so we're like let's build it around weird al yeah. he's coming august 13th so we're going to do things in the stage door theater and the booth playhouse and uh, Stage, uh, so so a couple of things first yeah i don't think it we should show weird al the respect that he deserves that he's coming to charlotte is amazing yes so right. i'm super psyched about that yeah and uh it's very smart to build it around uh around him stage door uh, again is this i would say little known theater here mm-hmm. that's part of blumenthal that's right. fantastic it's such a cool theater and i'm so glad we're you got, y'all are going to utilize it for this yeah, and actually, it's kind of renovated a little bit, too. So you haven't yeah. even seen what it looks like now. We sort of move the stage to the corner, open up the windows in the back, and then put in some more right, more seats. So there's like wow. 225 seats now. Before, it was like Ooh. almost 200. Um, and it's got a bigger stage. It really looks cool. And a lot of people didn't know about it. So when I started yeah. working at Blumenthal, I they did a show there called Jazz Room, which they still do monthly. 
and and they turned it into a little jazz club and i was like this is awesome <laughs> uh, this looks like a comedy club to me why aren't we yeah. using this more often and my big pet peeve at Bloomington when I started was there was all these dark days and all the, we had all these spaces and rooms. And I knew from the comedy world and the theater world and improv world, everybody wants space and needs space and nobody has a place to do shows. I was like, we have all these venues sitting open, open. Why, yeah. well, how do we connect these two? And so <laughs> uh, I kind of went to the the head honcho Tom and kind of explained it to him. And he was like, go for it. Cause he, he had the same pet peeve. He wants stuff to be happening all the yeah. time. So he gave me the green light and, and uh, we sort of started using these spaces. So stage door really was just a storage room for the Broadway theater, the Belk theater. Like it was right. just a backstage room. It's like when if there's kids in the cast, that's where they do their classroom. But I think it was a while back. I'm not sure whose vision it was, but somebody turned it into a little theater. Yeah. Um, but then I kind of started doing the comedy shows there. Uh, but so it'll be great. Right. It'll be kind of a hub for the comedy festival this year. A lot of the smaller shows are in there. Uh, oh, that's great. So it's going to take over as the, uh, that's what you started to say. I think it was, it's yeah, it's sort of going to be what, what the night gallery was sort of yeah. before, like that had mm-hmm. about 150, 200 seats in it. Um, so that's going to be a lot of the stuff there. Uh, the founder's room, which is like a, it's like a donor room for our donors for the Broadway shows that's in founders hall between on the first floor, right outside the belt. We're going to yeah. do a couple shows there. We're going to do some parties in there um, for folks and make that kind of a fun uh, kind of gathering space, hopefully. And so hopefully that whole block will be stuff, but we've also opened it up to uh, starlight and VAPA and yeah. uh, uh, the pin is the common market South and is, part of the festival this Catch, year. and then com- comedy arts theater has got a show in there yeah and comedy zone a lot more stuff too because we have bill bellamy and yeah. ginger billy are both headliners that are going to be at comedy zone uh during that time so we just kept expanding and we're like oh we got this guy and these guys will do it and these guys yeah so and so that's to me yeah. if i if i can jump in is is yeah. This is literally the Queen City comedy experience. Suddenly now, not that I didn't like the way it was before. Now you're hitting yeah. all these venues around town and say, here's a week that you can get and maybe go to a couple places you haven't been before. See some people you haven't seen. If you love stand up, you pop into a to an improv show somewhere and vice versa. So it, it is there is something to be said about it, you know, utilizing more space and getting people out and around and in Charlotte and seeing a bunch of different, you know, venues that Blumenthal has. On. Yeah. Well, that's just it. I think in the past we've sort of highlighted people that normally play in all these other places around the city and then just, Hey, come up town for this festival. But now because we lost rear square, we're just kind of exploring what, yeah. what do we do? We do pop-up space here and there. We were going to do a couple of pop-up spaces, like some of the retail that's empty uptown, mm-hmm. but every place we've looked at, we get in there and it hasn't been touched since 2019. So wow. you can imagine the mold and things like that. And then sure, the cost, yeah. it's just, you can't even do it. So uh discovery place just popped into our uh, uh, realm. I didn't even know they had a 200 seat theater downstairs. Wow. Um, that's all set. I don't with know AV. if I knew that either. Yeah. yeah, I did. I knew about the IMAX dome and yeah. I'd been to there several times, but I was just touring the place and we were actually, uh, our education department does some workshops in their, like what used to be their main lobby. And I was actually looking at that. Like we can do a show here in this lobby. This is fine. And as they were touring me through the place, they're like, Oh yeah, we also have this theater. I was like, wait a minute. What's this theater? <laughs> and it's like, Oh, you mean I could do a comedy show in the theater with seats and AV and everything already, or I could just do it in the lobby. Let's do the theater, you know? Uh, and so it's a 200 seat theater. And so, um, and I don't know if you remember when they did Science on the Rocks at Discovery Place. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They used to have that 
whole science drinking show, which is similar to Nerdy Night. Well, that's gone. And from what I understand, that's not coming back. So oh, really science and drinking is great. Yeah. So which is why I've decided to put all the Nerdy Night Out shows during the comedy festival at Discovery Place. Uh, brilliant. And I want to kind of show Discovery Place like, look, this could be your new science on the rocks. I'd love to partner with you. Let's do Nerdy Night here and make it kind of a home for that. And um, well, so you're just a you're just an idea machine, Joe. That's what we're trying to do, baby. <laughs> that's what we're trying to do. Yeah. <laughs> Ideas. Make it happen. And we love the folks at Discovery Place. I mean, it's right yeah. there by where Spirit Square was. So why yeah. not partner? And we love partnering with other arts organizations. And we already had a good relationship with them with, uh, with some things in the past. So and when I saw that theater, I was like, you mean this is already ready to go? I mean, the <laughs> screen's there. I mean, it's got a big screen. Yeah. Audio's there. And it's just like set. You don't have to do much. And no mold oh, and there's no mold that's a big <laughs> part of theaters the mold not the having mold yeah yeah <laughs> so we're excited about the discovery place shows that's kind of new and so we'll see how that goes but all this is going to be new and and figuring it out as we go type of thing so we'll see what happens and one big thing that we're just kind of formalizing so i don't even know if i should talk about it yet but Ooh. uh we're getting a get brian we're getting a get well here. i mean it's not that exciting maybe it is i don't know Part of what we're trying to do is get the, one of the big goal for me for this comedy festival is, and it always has been, is to let people know about the local community. Like I told you, like the local comedy shows, there's local stand up, there's local improv. People don't know. So sort of the idea at Spirit Square was let's bring people into the Fortune Feimster Netflix special. It's sold mm-hmm. out. Eight, uh, you know, 1,400 people are coming through there. And then they see, oh, there's an improv show. Oh, what's now where the foxes? Who's Jason Allen King? Who's right. this guy? You know? Oh, there's these guys are local. They do these shows all the time. We can go check them out. Oh, great. So that's kind of the idea. So we are going to start sending out offers to anybody who buys a ticket to the headliner. So if you buy a ticket to Bill Bellamy, Weird Al, Second City, you'll get an email uh, Mm -hmm. from Blumenthal or from whoever or Comedy Zone with an offer to get free tickets to some of the local stuff uh, throughout the thing. So there'll be offers like you bought a ticket to Weird Al. That entitles you to do any of these shows, pick a couple, you know, and come to. Yeah, them. that's called synergy, Joe. That's synergy, synergy right baby. <laughs> Let's get people in the doors, butts in the seats, because that's our goal is, is to build this thing so that yeah. eventually we won't even we won't even be able to give away tickets because they'll yeah. go so fast. So absolutely, that's- Brian, are, is there any uh, a podcast stuff happening during this? That might be a loaded question that maybe I should or shouldn't have asked. The only one that I know of, and Joe helped me out here, the only podcast I know for sure that's coming is uh, Comedy Bang Bang, correct? Right. Yeah, that's a headliner at the night on August 18th. That's kind of huge. Yeah. Yeah. Comedy, Comedy Bang, that's a super popular uh, uh, podcast. Good. Yeah, that's Comedy Bang right Bang. Yeah, it's a big deal. Uh, and we know Paul F. Tompkins is coming with that. Um, and so... I Damn, actually that's about this kind of spectacular. Yeah, that's a yeah. big deal. Yeah, he's pretty cool. Yeah, so wow. Brian as well, who runs, uh, what's that? Uh, Scott Ackerman as well. Who, who runs oh, yeah, Scott of course. So I'm sure he'll be here. Um, yeah. And so Brian will probably have you in the Queen City Podcast Network on board to kind of record that probably. So that said, I'm sure we'll have yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'll take that call whenever. Yeah, I'm Paul sure we'll have you guys me. in the lobby and stuff too. So we just started, we just got everything pretty much finalized on the website. We're still adding a couple more things, but now we're going to start diving into all the extra stuff. Like what can we have in the lobbies? What can we do here? So Kale, who uh, is my partner on this Queen City Comedy, yeah. couldn't do this without Kale and Carla from Queen City Comedy, Carla Dingle, Kale Evans, who is yeah. also part of the podcast network here, Queen City Podcast Network. Mm-hmm. 
on the podcast from hell bat boys is part of it too right um so uh kale I can't remember what, I, what my point in bringing up. Kale. I think we were talking about the podcast and stuff for sure. Yeah. So we're thinking about having podcasts in the, some of the lobbies of the shows and mm-hmm. at Founders Hall, sort of when we do things, we'd love to have somebody doing live podcasts during the festival. So if you're roaming between events, you can just pop on the Queen City Podcast Network stage or whatever and, and jump on a, a festival. If Comedy Zone wants to jump in somewhere, if we can just have them. We're originally back in before this was canceled in 2020 and 2021, we're going to have John reap and his podcast just recording in the lobby at spirit square. But when the lobby went away, we're kind of trying to figure out how we do that still. So some of that stuff we'll be adding as we go. It's kind of fun to see the, uh, see the wheels turning and seeing all this stuff sort of develop in real time because, you know, it's coming up relatively quickly. And Mm -hmm. obviously you have a, a festival already sort of locked in and you've allowed for some flexibility, like I said, adding some of these other things and, and, and uh, I, man, I'm I'm excited. I'm I'm kind of there now. Uh, where, where you got me? You got your claws got you in me, Joe. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, that's that's really been the hardest pivot, I think, as an organization, Blumenthal in general, and us, all of us as comedy promoters, the last two years having canceled and not knowing if we're going to cancel until yeah. the last minute. Then we we didn't know we were doing this festival for a long time. We we're just kind of like, should we do it? I don't know. And, and when you're on the fence like that, you can't it's hard to plan headliners. So this year was totally different. Pretty much all the headliners, two of them, second city and comedy dance, Chicago were from the last festival. We just pushed them to this year, but weird Al and comedy bang, bang were just shows that booked and we had to convince them to be part of it. So we're like, (laughs) um, we brought those, we're promoting those with NS2, uh, uh, group out of Nashville. And so we had to convince them like, Hey, just be part of this festival this would be great for, you know, because yeah. we didn't have, it was just so hard. It's been touch and go with a lot of shows. Just like, is the is there another wave coming? Are we canceling? Are we not? And a lot of the local yeah. performers, honestly, were not comfortable do- gathering. And so if you don't have the local performers, mm-hmm. you don't really have a festival. You know, you can't yeah, do it with right. people. It's really all hands on deck in the comedy community here. So, well, the, the other thing too, is that there, there is an, uh, uh, still a greater sense of things opening back up. And I could just say, speak for me personally, that I'm starting to get a lot more work and work's coming in from out of town. So I'm again, on top of, uh, you know, the question mark of, do we even do the festival is uh, other people like myself are going, I got shows out of town and right around this, this time. And I'm ready to get back on the road. So the idea of like, now I got to stay home for these, you know, a couple of weeks. So I'm glad it's spread out the way that it is. I think mm-hmm. that's very, whether it was strategic or not, it's a very smart move because it allows for some flexibility for some, some of the performers, I think. Yeah. It, it really kind of wasn't originally like that. Originally it was just because we kept losing spaces. Like mm-hmm. we thought we had this pop-up space. Oh, it's full of mold. We don't have that. Oh, now mm-hmm. we only have one. And then something else is booked in, you know, the theater this weekend, but it's only that weekend. So we're like, at one point we thought we'd only have stage door theater. So we're like, if we only have stage door theater, we're used to doing all these shows. We need to expand it several weeks. And then that became, you know, and then we got more and then now we have discovery place too. And we have these other places and comedy zones giving us all this stuff. And so now we have a bunch of spaces. We've already expanded it. Let's let everybody, you know, let's, let's just let everybody in and just, and there's a lot more people promoting now. I mean, there's a lot of people that promote shows local. Me and Jordan Century's doing that show at Starlight. Yeah. He wanted to see if that could be part of it. Vapa Center's open up now with CCT out there. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and so now they have the space we wanted we didn't want to discourage everybody trying to establish these places so it's really just kind of like this year's a big experiment. We're going to just see yeah. how it all works out. Well, you out. you bring up an, another good point. And again, with, with the expansion of that is now you've got advertising from all these, these different venues. So, so catch right. for instance, you know, cause I'm doing yeah. shows with them now, suddenly they can now put that stamp of queen city comedy experience. And, and again, be on other people's radar that mm-hmm. wouldn't maybe normally, you know, know who they were or want to go there so now they may want to do that so it's like that help that helps you guys with the festival it helps them with getting some uh maybe some foot traffic in their place you know i was thinking a tagline some... oh, tagline i think yeah. it's queen city common experience no mold i think should be no the, the no mold yeah. yeah i think it all like you said i think it all just goes to promoting the scene here in, yeah. in, in charlotte right. so the more we spread out and I know we've talked about loosely about like, what if we did at one point we were like, what if we do one weekend in Noda, one weekend in South End, one weekend. Mm-hmm. So this might open the door for that and, and see how that goes. So we're just going to kind of, I think the big thing is we want to create that atmosphere we had at spirit square. It was like electric with that. When you walked in, it was just like, everybody's having a blast. Everybody's happy. Yeah. Everybody's got a drink in their hand and laughing and people are, are connecting. Like I, I saw so many groups, like sketch artists working with improv people and improv people talking yeah. to stand-ups. And then after the Queen City Comedy Experience the first year, then there was all these shows where, oh, my God, now we're the Foxes and now performing with Tara Brown. How cool is that? It's everybody's yeah. kind of uh, a synergy. And so to, anything we can do to keep that going is great. Well, uh, one of the things, yeah. I'll go back to Stage Door that I think that I attribute, actually, Brian and Joe, I think this was y'all's show, was combining funny on the fly mm-hmm. with uh, with improv uh groups that was one of the best shows that was done here in charlotte i would lo- I'm, I'm gonna put it on y- y'all right now and say let's bring that back because that yeah. was a fantastic show run that brian run that down because it was great i think it was kind of in your world there so we did yeah so uh debbie millwater and i uh going way back founded um uh, created funny on the fly back in 2015 believe it or not it's been seven years of funny on the no fly, don't right? say that and uh, you know that show just kind of grew, and then I think it was probably Queen City Comedy and Joe and I, who had kind of talked about, well, what if we brought, you know, we were kind of, I believe at that point already sort of doing those uh, uh, improv shows with a little stand-up halftime, uh, yeah, show, and so we thought, well, let's try funny on the fly, in the middle mm-hmm. of a couple improv, and it just it just worked. I mean, it just worked really really well, and we did it I think two or three times. Well, yeah, because funny on the fly to me is kind of improv. It's like stand up yeah. doing improv, and we are doing. They are doing that. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, in the comedy festival on August tenth at Comedy Zone, Debbie's kind of heading that up. Yeah. Uh, so I can't wait to see that. I haven't seen funny on the fly in a while, uh, yeah. so I'm ready to get back and check that out. So yeah, I'm doing that show. I'm excited about it. Cool. I'm trying to decide if I, I'm trying to decide if I do no notes at all and just respond for the first time. Uh, instead of the 30 minutes before That's I've been it. building There's... up to it. That's what I, I'm like. Ah, <laughs> oh, can I, can I swing it? There's know. different approaches. And I've, you know, I yeah. used to do fun on the fly and I had different approaches. I always felt like every time I wrote stuff, it was never as good as if I just kind of, ah, mm-hmm. instead of writing where I tried to write and I just, ah, I'm just going to drink instead. And then it would go good. <laughs> but then sometimes it wasn't so good. I feel like the best time I did, it was at comedy experience and I didn't have time. I was like, why did I agree to do this? I got so many things to do. I'm trying to produce a giant festival. And so I literally like, they gave me the topics and I had 
zero time to even think about it. Yeah. And then I jumped on stage. And I was like, I have um, no idea what's happening. Well, Joe, of course, I night. happened. <laughs> Joe, that was the night that uh, Janine Garofalo almost missed her show. I was going to say, oh, my most God. of my material was about the fact that I couldn't find Janine Garofalo. And she, her show was starting in five minutes. Uh, so so that literally kind of lended, Joe lended out the hallway and said, Joe, you're on. And I was like, oh, but I can't find Janine Garofalo. So I went on stage like, I'll make this quick. Janine Garofalo's missing. Uh, <laughs> and yeah, she, that was crazy because her show, she arrived 20 minutes after her show started and was supposed to start. So yeah. I, I forced the opener. You, you go on stage now and Janine, can I smoke this cigarette? I'm like, No, you can't. Go inside Janine Garofalo. Smoke inside as, as far as you want. I don't I still know. remember that being a really good show. She it was good. I show. mean, she walked through the audience with a microphone. Just be, I mean, yeah. she was great. Um, so that was one of the highlights of the Queen City Comic <laughs> Experience for me. But so I think that was probably I could always kill on Funny on the Fly if I'm missing a celebrity <laughs> comedian. If you're on no Just, sleep and in a total panic. Yeah. So I don't even have any idea what I said, but everybody's <laughs> laughing. Maybe it's just the misfortune uh that right. I was dealing with. But well, that this is really exciting stuff, man. I, I'm I'm so glad. I'm glad you made time. Now, one of the big questions I think everybody wants to know is: Is Gruff and Loud show going to be at the festival? <laughs> no, no, uh, no. It will not be uh, this ah. year. Um, I will. No. Uh, hopefully, by next year, we'll be <laughs> we'll be able to bring the Gruff and Loud show. Um, you know, I, I maybe can, but may um, I, I so. see maybe that, I can Brian? bring Gruff. Maybe I'll just tell yes. him that somebody's interested in bringing him because I'll be actually we'll be at a lake. Uh, the week before the festival, I'm going uh, on vacation. I bring him with my family. Uh, we'll be nice. hanging out at the lake, so maybe I'll convince him to come back to Charlotte with me. If uh, if you convince him to come, uh, Brian, we'll have we'll have uh, Graf on on the Comedy Zone podcast. We'll, we'll talk to him. You guys, will love that guy. Yeah, yeah, um, he's he's the best. Is there some? Can I highlight some other things as yeah. part of the festival this Let's year? Do it. So a big thing we got a lot of workshops. Second City's doing a whole bunch of workshops. Crazy uh, town at Discovery Place this year. Um, they're doing improv for anxiety. Uh, they're doing a second city improv lecture, uh, demo. So you can help learn how to do lectures and things using improv. Um, they have, uh, auditioning with improv for teens and then comedy dance. Chicago is a group. I found these guys like in 2017 or something at a small festival at sketch fest in Chicago. And it's comedy dance. It's these dancers who do these funny comedy numbers and they there's not really dialogue or anything it's just they have they're really funny they're really good i'm like i'm bringing you to charlotte and so i've been trying to bring them since and then the pandemic happened so they are in the booth playhouse doing two shows on august 20th and they're also doing a workshop in the morning if you want to get moving and do a dance workshop so check out their show i promise you Everyone is going to love Comedy Dance Chicago. Check that out. Like, Excellent. Comedy yeah. Dance? What's that? <laughs> and you have to come check it out. It's it's a cheap ticket. Um, and so those are kind of the some of the big ones that are new that I wanted to mention. Also, Blues Rogers, a local uh, poet um, and Emmy Award winner, works with us now at Blumenthal. He's bringing some of his cool poetry shows. He's bringing an adult spelling bee where people take drinks between rounds. If you make it to the next oh round, you have another drink. And so you're drinking and spelling. Um, he's got a comedy I... poetry slam. Uh, <laughs> yeah. That's amazing. Man. Isn't that great? This is the yeah. funny, goofy things that we're doing. Yeah. Um, and again, August 25th with Jason will be at, at Discovery Place. We have Nerdy Night Out Biology for Comedians where we have 
local biology professor Andrew Goff is going to do a presentation on I think 80s and 90s movies and like the kind of biology behind them and why oh. they're you know if they're right or wrong or uh, while I'm the so comedians are drinking about that yes we so drink comedians the, it's sponsored uh, by Tito's uh, and so comedians are drinking vodka drinks and at the end they have to be quizzed on this biology presentation that they've, they've <laughs> the last had. time it was awesome <laughs> yeah. I was yeah. so excited about it, and we had, we had a great time. So, thank well, you me. got three free drinks, so I'm sure you were happy about it. Well, yeah, I mean, <laughs> or also, at least three. Yeah. Was there a show going on too? Yeah, I don't remember. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I made the mistake of having the comedians pour their own drinks. <laughs> Never. <laughs> strong, strong pour. It was a strong pour. Strong pours. <laughs> uh, yeah, but the whole thing kicks off with Tara Brown's uh, comedy taping at Comedy Zone, July 31st. She's yeah graciously allowed us to have that as part of the festival uh, and that'll be exciting um yeah so it's so uh, uh I, w- I was gonna say uh like, like adorable just because i because tara is and i i should uh, reframe that and say that tara is an amazing comedian and she was very excited that she's got her poster up at the comedy zone so when you're oh, there yeah. uh check it out take a picture next to it and, send, and put it online for tara she's she's a brilliant comic and she's deserves awesome. all the success and and she's a yeah. real pro. And uh, speaking of pros, Joe, thank you very much for coming on the show and talking about the Queen City podcast experience. Oh, yeah. And and I, I mean, when I say, yeah, it's a Freudian slip. You said Queen City podcast experience. Did I? That'll be, that'll be next. Uh, I'm just pushing Brian all the time. <laughs> whatever he's, I'm his hype man. Queen yeah. City comedy experience, baby. July 31st through August yeah. 27th. We have so many great acts here. Maybe gruff and loud. Um, so definitely <laughs> check that out, everybody. Also, and I, I'd be remiss if I didn't bring up uh, this week at the Comedy Zone in Charlotte uh, tonight through Saturday, Craig Robinson uh, is going to be here. And also uh, July yes. 20th, Eddie Ift will be here at the Comedy Zone. Uh, always go to cltcomedyzone.com for a full schedule. Brian, am I missing anything on the way out? You're missing your shows. you got two shows this week. Hey, I do have two shows yeah. this week. Yes, uh, actually, tonight. To, <laughs> you are now you're my hype man. Yeah, tonight I'm actually opening for Eddie Ift at 158 on Main in Mooresville. So uh, come check that out. I don't think it's sold out yet, but I think it's getting close. And then I will be in uh, Greensboro at the Odin Brewing Company uh, with a bunch of really great comics. Brian O'Neill is another Charlotte guy. He's going to be there. So that'll be. Uh, and I think Paul Baez is on that. So that's going to be a fun show. I don't get up to Greensboro all that often. So go bring me some beers back. Yeah, buddy. What what do you you know? Odin Brewing. I I like hazy beers. Any hazy beers. (laughs) (laughs) You are a walking hazy beer, Joe. I am a hazy beer. I am a walking hazy beer. (laughs) Uh, Joe Huntsacker, you're fantastic, man. Thank you, guys. Thanks for doing this. Absolutely. All right. Well, uh, that's it for us here at the Comedy Zone podcast. Uh, Check us out next week, and uh, everyone, be safe and be funny. Comedy Zone Podcast is a production of Comedy Zone Worldwide and is recorded in a bunker just off the Comedy Zone showroom at the Abbott Exchange Music Factory in Charlotte, North Carolina. The executive producers of the Comedy Zone Podcast are Brian Heffern and Brian Bumpashevitz. Talent Wrangler is Mike Hall. Original music composed and performed by John McKeever. QueenCityPodcastNetwork.com.